Hello, welcome back to another episode of My Goddamn Quest for Happiness. It is time for a new episode. It's been a month and um, I think we're all craving some more happiness in our lives. Today is all about Mindset by Dr. Carol Dweck. There's a book called Mindset. I've spoken about this in many other episodes. I have mentioned this many times. I think this book was actually the one that got me into this and whole this whole um, search for different ways of thinking and different ways of looking at the world. This kickstarted the whole thing and it did feel a bit like a superpower to me when I first discovered this. So um, let's get into that right after the intro. Nice to have you back. Hi, and welcome to my goddamn quest for happiness. I am Anne Klein, actor, comedian and life coach. Okay, sure. This podcast is all about happiness. What makes us happy? What makes some people happier than others? And why can't I get it? I've been reading a lot of books. I've been talking to many, many people, watching lots of YouTube videos, rabbit hole, and I have discovered a few things and I would love to share just that with you. The idea is the following. Let's say you are facing a challenge or you are facing a situation that could result in failure, whatever you deem failure to be. Do you thrive in that situation or do you buckle? Like what differentiates the people that when they are facing a challenge, they really, really go for it. And those that when they're facing a challenge, they curl up in a ball and they give up. And apparently the difference is mindset. One is fixed mindset. The other is growth mindset. But what is it? Don't worry. Don't worry. I shall explain. That is why I am here. Basically, there are some people that think intelligence or abilities or skill or whatever or like even personal a personality trait a character trait is a fixed thing is something that you have or you don't have and it won't really change over time or won't change much over time and there's some other people that think that intelligence and uh, and abilities and everything I've just mentioned is something that you can grow over time, that changes over time, that that's something you can become better at. And the first people have what they call a fixed mindset and the latter people have what they call a growth mindset. And that apparently makes all the difference. It's as simple as that and yet it is as complex as that. I shall go into detail. So we have a lot of things set in place in our society that kind of give us the impression that um, ability or intelligence or whatever is a fixed thing that will not change. So, for example, we do something called an IQ test, which is supposed to tell you how smart you are. And we think, or some of us might think, that this is a, a, a fixed thing, that this will stay the same for the rest of our lives. So either I have a high IQ or I don't. We do like standardized tests in schools. Um, We have friends and family tell us, oh, you're so clever or you're just not a sports person or, you know, all these things that kind of define and put us into a category and that tells us what we can and cannot do. And actually, (laughs) as it turns out, this is not the truth and it limits us. They have even found, they followed some teenagers and they've had them do an IQ test and four years later, some of these teenagers' IQ 
was um, higher than before and others was lower than before. It was all linked to neurons and how they had grown and how they had learned. So basically, it has been proven with studies that your ability, that your intelligence, all of that stuff is not a fixed thing. And how does that impact our life? I wonder. Well, let's find out. If you, if you are one of the people, like I was and still am in some regards, that believe or that have a fixed mindset, there is a tendency to want to prove how good you are or how intelligent you are or how well you can do something and to kind of hide when you are faced with something that might demonstrate or might um, reveal how you're actually lacking. Because if you if you say this is a fixed thing, it will never change. If someone sees how dumb I am, you know, they'll they'll judge me for it. But if you actually believe that this is something that can change over time, it doesn't matter so much if you fail at something right now because you know, well, then I'll do better next time. I can always learn, I can always become better at it. So people with a growth mindset are much more likely to actually face a challenge and are much more likely to try things that are out of reach. They're more likely to stretch their abilities because they know when they are stretching their abilities they're actually learning and they'll be better the next time and people like me with the fixed mindset try to not do that because they are just trying to prove they're superior and those are the kinds of people that will say wow I got a C in that test and I didn't even have to study wow aren't you clever like that's the kind of thing you know where they go what you were studying all night and you still only got a B I got a C and did nothing well, you you kind of missed the point there, man. I'm I'm uh, <laughs> I'm speaking of experience here. I've had this conversation over and over again at university because I was actually there because I was hoping to learn something, and a lot of people were there to prove how much they could do without ever opening a book. But that is the, a beautiful example of the difference between fixed mindset and, 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 and growth mindset. And I had a fixed mindset too. Yes, I did study a lot, but because I thought I am so dumb, like if I don't put this much work into it, I will not pass. And it made me feel like having to study that much was proof that I wasn't actually very smart. So I did also have the same fixed mindset as the other person, only because I had low self-esteem, I used it to self-flagellate and he used it to self-aggrandize. Uh, but really, we came from the same place. So once again, people with a fixed mindset, they will shy away from challenges because they are afraid that it will show everyone that they're not as talented or as smart as they thought they were. And people with a growth mindset, they think, why waste time looking smart when I could be getting smarter? And they are seeking out challenges. They are finding mentors. They are trying to learn new abilities. And they asked people... Um, in some studies, like, when do you feel smart? And people with a fixed mindset said, when you've kind of proven that you are special, when you feel superior, it would be horrible to think of yourself as ordinary. Like, people with a fixed mindset feel smart when they're better than someone else and when they have proven something. People with a growth mindset feel smart when they realize they can suddenly do something that they weren't able to do before, when they realize they've learned something new, when they realize this was really difficult for me and I still did it. Like when they overcome challenges, that's when they feel smart not when they feel superior to others. So there's less need for comparison and that ties in so nicely, so neatly with last month's episode about self-compassion. And uh, would you believe 
Kristen Neff also referenced this book, Mindset, in her book about self-compassion. So there's a lot to link between the two. Um, so basically what this is saying is that everyone can improve their abilities. Everyone can become smarter. Everyone can become better at a certain task um, or change a personality trait. That does not mean everyone is equal. It does not mean everyone is going to be able to reach the same standard necessarily. Like we do know that everyone is different, but it does mean everyone can substantially change and improve the level that they're at. To me, that was really, really like learning I had a superpower because suddenly, you know, because Dr. Carol Dweck also talks about the little word yet, which is great. Like if you say, I can't do that, you're like finishing it, you're stopping it. But if you say, I can't do that yet, it opens up this whole like realm of possibility. <laughs> Like you can, you suddenly know, okay, not yet, but if I keep at it, if I keep working on this, I will probably be able to figure it out. I will probably be able to learn it. And that to me was like such a relief, you know, to suddenly go, hey, um, for example, I'd be like, oh, I'm not a singer. I can't sing. And going, I can't sing yet, but I've not spent an hour every day for a while um, trying to learn to sing. You know, I've just tried to sing. It sounded shit. And I decided, well, then I'm not a singer. Um, or I got enough comments from people saying, you're not a singer, that I just, you know, that was just my identity until, you know, I found out about this. And I was like, okay, if I add the word yet, and I actually set my mind to it and I actually work on it and I learn some techniques and I learn, you know, here and there and I practice. I can, like, maybe I will never be Beyonce. Most likely I will never be Beyonce. <laughs> but I will definitely become better than how I am right now. You know, like, that is such a, that's thinking in categories and that's definitely thinking with a fixed mindset if you say, I can't do that. So using the word yet really helps open that up and like mentally kind of unlocks something and gets rid of some limiting beliefs. And there was even a school. Hang on, let me, let me find my note here. I've got some notes. Oh yeah, so, so Dr. Carol Dweck was talking about a school in Chicago that didn't have a grade called fail, but they had a grade called not yet. And it really changed how the students thought about it. Because if you failed at something, it really leaves you feeling like, well, I guess I can't do this. And if it says not yet, it really, I, I mean, just thinking about that, for me, it evokes so much, you know, you just go, okay, not yet. But that means if I work harder at it, I can get there. And um, they'd ask some students, for example, in different schools as well, like, if you fail at something that is really hard, like, what is your strategy going to be for the for the next test? And the students with a fixed mindset would say, well, I'll probably cheat or I'll, I'll not study at all, you know, I'll give up completely. And I've, I have spoken about this in an episode before where I had this fixed mindset in a maths exam where I was just like, well... I'm, th what's the point? That was this uh, learned helplessness. What's the point? Why would I study if I know I might fail anyway? So the students with a fixed mindset really exhibited this kind of behavior and they were much more likely to cheat in a future exam. And the people with growth mindset just tackled it directly. They said, well, I'll probably study harder next time or I'll study differently or, you know, now I know what to look at. You know, like they saw this as an opportunity because they had found out what the things were that they needed to focus on rather than saying, I have to give up because I'm terrible at this. 
So that's that. And even the people we think of as being like incredibly talented, like these super geniuses, weren't super geniuses. You know, if you think of Michael Jordan, who I'm sure like most people have seen as like the emblem of excellence and more people are probably <laughs> thinking about now because they've seen The Last Dance on um, Netflix. If you haven't checked it out, it's a, it's a really good documentary series. But that if you've watched that, you have seen firsthand how hard he worked. And he wasn't actually that good when he started out. People didn't want him on their team initially. And he worked really hard. And yet now we go, well, he was just so great from the start. Like, no wonder Michael Jordan did great because he is incredible. But no, Michael Jordan did great because he had a growth mindset. He knew if I'm not good at this, I'm going to keep working at it until I can do it. And that is the mindset. That's the mentality that's going to bring you forward and that's going to make you expand and grow and become better. You can obviously have a combination of both and you most likely do. Like most things in life, I would argue everything in life, but uh, uh, well, I am not going to go there now. It's all a spectrum right? So you're not either or. You're, you don't have a growth mindset or a fixed mindset, most likely. You probably have a combination of both. You have you might have a fixed mindset when it comes to abilities, but you have a growth mindset when it comes to relationships or whatever. Like There's different um, fields in life that you might have different mindsets in. So that's quite interesting actually to look at. Like What things do you think are fixed and what things do you think can be changed? Because they can all be changed is the here's the here's the key we can we can pack this up now that was the lesson of today's episode everything can be changed but look in your mind uh, for triggers of the fixed mindset like try and find out what it is that will bring about this fixed mindset in you because it does hold us back and we can sometimes even if we overall have a growth mindset fall back into a fixed mindset because of one of those triggers for example jealousy sometimes does that you know um, or maybe, you know, so if someone if someone does better at something than you do, does that trigger a fixed mindset? Does that make you go, well, clearly they're great and I'm terrible, so I'm going to stop? Um, just try and listen to your brain a little. Listen to what your, your brain is saying to you and, and uh, try and pick up on some of those uh, fixed mindsets. Uh, I sound like such a guru now. I feel, I feel so powerful. <laughs> listen to your mind's eye and really try and hear what it is trying to tell you but like what happens when you receive criticism do you does that does that make you think oh yeah there's stuff that i need to work on or does it make you think um i am shit at this i shouldn't be doing it the interesting thing is like words we use to try and like even when we try and compliment someone else we can actually inadvertently create a fixed mindset for them so telling someone they're smart can actually put them in a box and this is like especially difficult with children because that's when they learn the mindsets but if you tell someone they're smart because they've done something well you're telling them if you do it badly that means you're not smart and that is problematic, like because that is creating exactly the type of mindset where you go, well, if I do something well, I'm smart. I'm not going to do anything that I'll be bad at. 
But they did some experiments where they had um, children solve a puzzle and they all enjoyed it. It was great. It was within their ability. Great fun. And then they gave them a puzzle to solve that was uh, unsolvable or was like really beyond their abilities. And the children with a fixed mindset got like mad and they like they got angry. They threw it around. They stopped trying. They were like demotivated. And when they were asked next time what kind of puzzle they wanted to try try and do, whether it was going to be one within their ability or a more difficult one, they chose to do the one that was easy. And the children with a growth mindset, they really enjoyed this. They they were they really enjoyed it. They were like, I can really learn something here. I love this. This is a challenge. Like they were really excited with trying with this and they they stuck with it a lot longer than the others. And when they were they were given the choice between an easy puzzle and a more difficult one, they chose a more difficult one because they knew they could learn from it. So they also explained to some students how actually doing a really hard task and sticking to it, how that is helping the neurons in their brain create new connections and helps them get smarter. And they showed them how to put this into practice. And that substantially helped those students uh, fare better across challenges and challenging transitions. And it really has been shown that people who know this and who apply the growth mindset fare better over time. They fare better in achievement tests and they do better in life. It's not the ones that know really well how to learn something by heart and get the good grades in school that do well later on. It's the ones that have learned how to learn, how to grow and and have um, learned to appreciate challenges and seek out challenges that do really well later in life. So basically what I said before about schools, like with the tests and everything, we can start to think the way that it's all done, that school is about tests. School is about doing well in tests, but actually school is meant to be there for learning, which we seem to have forgotten. Like it is about learning a new skill. I really had that when I, I, I was at hotel management school. I did still have a fixed mindset, but it was odd to me that I seemed to be there because I wanted to learn how to manage a hotel. And a lot of the other students, all of them, I was the only good one. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I noticed that a lot of the other students were just there to get the diploma so they could go work in hotels. Obviously, this was not this. This didn't stem from a growth mindset on my part. This stemmed from incredible insecurity. I thought I just thought if they're going to let me loose into a job at a hotel, I will not know what to do. So I will soak up every bit of knowledge I can. So it came from low self-esteem, but still seeing that the majority of people weren't there to learn anything just to get the good grades or just to get the diploma was really shocking to me. And is proof that actually the, the point of school has been lost, like the actual learning part has has gone away and has been replaced by getting grades and getting a a diploma. They even looked at brains of uh, growth mindset people and fixed mindset people. This is categories again. I'm, I'm going to talk a bit in black and white now just to get the idea across. But as I said, it's it's a spectrum, okay? Everyone has a bit of both. But the people that had mostly a growth mindset, when they were working on challenges and dealing with errors, the brains of the people with the growth mindset were lighting up and they were processing and analyzing things, while the brains of the people with a fixed mindset, very little was going on. 
it was as if like there's a challenge and I'm you know I'm being told what I've done wrong and I'm just going to shut off I'm not even going to look at it because I don't want to have to acknowledge that I'm bad at this and the other ones were like okay so I'm being told you know I'm being criticized I'm being told what I could do differently here's learning happening so they are really actively learning and growing from challenges while people while people with a fixed mindset are not I think I have made the point over and over again but for example also so companies this can be really relevant for companies so most companies with a growth mindset you can have you can have a growth mindset as a person as an individual but you can also have it as a company or as a community or as a school or whatever and companies with a, a growth mindset tend to fare a lot better than the ones with a fixed mindset the ones with the fixed mindset might do really well on the short term but the ones with the growth mindset really work well over long over long periods of time and the difference here for example is that the companies that have a growth mindset when their employees took reasonable risk the company had their back like if it didn't work out the company still had their back they were supporting creativity and innovation and the employees felt a lot more connected to the company and they would stay with the company for a, a much longer time and the companies with fixed mindset would also talk about innovation and creativity and you have to take risks and you have to be innovative blah 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 but if something didn't work out someone had to pay the price like the company would punish you if you did something bad so actually what happened in those companies were people were much more likely to cheat and deceive and they would keep secrets from each other because they wanted to be the one who looked best because that was what was being rewarded so they were actually each other's competition and uh, trying to pull each other down because you were only good in comparison to someone else but but in the growth mindset companies, there's no need for that because people are collaborating, they're learning from each other, and they know that they'll be become better together. So actually, the company bosses need to also model this mindset, not just talk creativity and innovation, but actually show, you know, you can take a risk. And if we see that it was reasonable, we will have you your back no matter what the outcome is. I've even once read something, and I'm so sorry, but I can't find out where I read it. <laughs> But I promise I did about this maths teacher. And I think he was in Harvard, but I'm not certain. <laughs> oh, this is so useful. But I found this really interesting because he would give extra points to people who might have looked for creative ways of solving a mathematical problem, even if the result was wrong. Like... Even if they didn't figure out the right solution, if they had like a really interesting, creative new way of trying to find that solution, he would still give them points for that. He would give them marks for that. And I think that is such a clever way of really instilling a growth mindset and saying, take risks, try new ways, try different paths. Don't, don't only ever take the safe path even if it doesn't work out you will have learned something and with children for example you know to to help them support um to help them get that that growth mindset it's rewarding the process rather than rewarding the results so not saying you're so clever you're so smart you're so pretty you're so blah 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 but saying wow you've really worked hard on that or if they've done something and they did it really well the first time rather than going you're so clever you did that really well you could say i'm so sorry that was too easy for you i'll give you something more challenging the next time you know because it's it's really saying hey push push your limits push yourself don't don't reward effort where there was none right and this whole idea of 
I'm 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 skipping over quite a few things that are interesting. Like there's a lot of research into stereotypes as a, as well with all of this. How that is playing into fixed mindsets. I can't go into too much detail because it'll make the episode too long. But I just want to give you like ideas and maybe you'll go off and read into it yourselves a bit, or you'll give me a call and we can have a chat about it because I could talk about it all day long. But um, another interesting thing I think that this change in mindset does is it redefines failure. So whereas before, with a fixed mindset, failure meant having a setback or being rejected or losing or facing a challenge and not knowing what to do. With a growth mindset, failure means not growing. It means not reaching for the things you value. It means you're not fulfilling your potential. So actually losing at something or um, getting a bad grade or having a setback is not a failure in itself. It is a failure if you're doing something and you're not learning from it. It's a failure if you're not trying to pursue your potential or your values. And uh, I'm going to quote something here from the book because I found this interesting. It says, John Wooden, the legendary basketball coach, says you aren't a failure until you start to blame. What he means is that you can still be in the process of learning from your mistakes until you deny them. So actually having made a mistake can be a great opportunity to learn something new. If you've made a mistake and you say, I didn't do it, it was your fault or whatever, you're not learning from it. And then it was a failure. And that, I think, is a lovely note to end on. It's just the redefinition of failure. Uh, I think it takes so much pressure off your shoulders because I, I, I really struggle with that idea. I often think people are going to think I'm stupid or I'm not good at this, I'm not good at that, or I'm going to fail at this. What if I try and, and I'll make a fool of myself? But actually, none of that matters. Like, those are not failures. If you If you make a fool of yourself. It's only a failure if you stop there. It's only a failure if you don't learn anything from it. I'm going back into guru mode, cheesy, cheesy, cheesy. But I do find it really important and interesting. So I hope you did too. I have obviously a little exercise for, for us. So here's some tips from Dr. Carol Dweck herself about how to develop a growth mindset if you are curious about how to do that. The first thing is if you have a choice between something safe versus something challenging, take the challenge. The second is if you hit an obstacle, try to learn from it in a uh, growth mindset way. So that means ask yourself, what can I learn from this or what can I take from this, you know, rather than just saying, oh, I failed and, and walking away. The third thing she says is, if you see someone that's better than you, try and go learn from them. Like, don't try and <laughs> prove yourself or don't feel deflated or whatever. Like, try and go find out what they do and learn from them. And the fourth is monitor your fixed mindset triggers. So try and figure out what the things are that bring out the fixed mindset in you. And, you know, just like everything else, this is also a learning process. So don't think that from one day to the next, you suddenly have to have a growth mindset and beat yourself up if you don't. This is where self-compassion comes back in again. And just know that, you know, you're probably not going to all of a sudden exhibit all the growth mindset um, traits. But try, you know, when you start, just burped, try when you start learning this new mindset to just monitor, just monitor your thoughts. Like just try and notice when you think a certain way and over time maybe start implementing ways that you could behave differently or react differently to it but just don't push yourself too much initially like just know that this too is a learning experience and you can get better at it if you keep at it you know and it's not an either or. I do truly love this so much and I've read this book 
four times already and I'm going to keep rereading it because I keep forgetting things. I keep thinking I've learned my lesson and I haven't. Um, but that's part of it. That's part of the fun. But if you really like implement this, it can open up so many doors for you. You can just, you know, you can suddenly learn skills. I've just, I've just started to learn the piano which I'm about to turn 30 and I used to think you know if you haven't been playing music since you were a little kid you, you're just not a musician who are you to try and play the piano but who am I I'm just someone trying to learn a new skill and I'm probably not going to be Mozart but even Mozart was surrounded by music from a young age and was learning from people like we all need time to learn things and we can all still learn things and I'm just going to close this off <laughs> with a reminder of a quote that I've used before by Julia Cameron where someone said but do you know how old I'd be by the time I'd learned to play the piano and she said yes the same age you will be if you don't so I'll just get started thanks again for listening thanks for sticking around on my journey to happiness and uh, I'm looking forward to to talking to you again next month check out rtl.lu for more episodes for other podcasts and go on instagram and facebook and all that stuff goddamn happiness pod and all those things you know the drill nice to have you here speak to you soon goodbye